I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He who is a hired hand and not a shepherd, who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees because he's a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. Just as the Father knows me and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason the Father loves me, because I lay down my life that I may take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down, and I have authority to take it up again. This charge I've received from my Father. Lord, as we come to your word now, we ask that you would speak to us and through us in Christ's name. Amen. And I, uh, we're doing something different, um, because why not? Um, things have changed, and, and the things that have changed is that we are in a position where uh, we're starting to reopen as a church, and so it made sense that as we talk about the different aspects of ministry, it's not that we're going to return to normal because <laughs> it doesn't exist anymore, but we're looking to the new normal. And so this is the treat, is that we're going to hear from Miss Katie. So Katie, come join me up here. We're going to attempt to do this as an interview style, and our biggest challenge is that we don't have any stools you know, all the, all the big boy churches have stools they sit on or a sofa, and it's all very engaging, but um, we don't. So here we are. We'll do it as standing. And um, children, you can grab your children's worship bulletin, and at the back, Katie doesn't know this yet, but where it says draw, you are invited to draw, or, and adults, as I said earlier, you can do this too, you can write down a question you might have for Miss Katie or for me, and then on the way out of church this evening, pop it into the collection booth. Uh, it's not a booth, is it? It's a bowl um, uh, on the way out, and we'll get them, and we will get the answers that you've always wanted to you later this week. So, got it? It's in there. Go for it. Parents, you're welcome to join as well. Now, Katie, um, we're just getting to know each other, um, but uh, many people know you here. You may not need an introduction, but just in case you do, you're a woman who wears many hats, and tell us a bit about those hats. Um, okay. Well, my name is Katie Lemming. I'm the children's coordinator here at St. Bart's. Um, I'm the wife to JD. Uh, who is my high school sweetheart, and we're about to celebrate 16 years of marriage. Um, yeah. <laughs> and the mother of Andrew, one of the coolest seven-year-olds in the world. Um, I also teach kindergarten at Highlander School. Any Highlander families here tonight? Okay, thank you. Uh, so those are some of the hats that I wear. Now tell us, so you, you are, you've got, that's a lot. For me, it is. Yeah, uh, for anyone, it is. Tell us, uh, <laughs> tell us what your hobbies. What do you do? Uh, you know, just to kind of recharge. I'm kind and... of a. I'm I'm a pretty simple person. Um, I need to basically just be outside as much as possible. Um, I enjoy quiet time in nature. So I'm an amateur gardener. I, I, 
don't feel like I can really call myself a true gardener yet, um, but it's something that brings me a lot of joy, um, and I have a, a love of, of God's creation. I feel like God speaks to me through nature. So You know, I think I've perfected the art of killing flowers, so that's good. You know, I, I'm definitely not a gardener, but it's nice to, to know one who's good. Now, um, tell me, your role here at St. Bart's is as the children's ministry coordinator. That's right. And um, as we said earlier, things have changed undoubtedly mm-hmm. because yeah. of the pandemic we've been through. And we're into this uh, season of reopening. And before we get into details, like I'm sure if any of you out here are like me, you want to know dates mm-hmm. and times and everything mm-hmm. in between, let's look into the passage we have here just okay. for a moment. And, and what strikes me actually is there's this sense that you get from Jesus that as he's the good shepherd, um, in verse 16, he says, uh, my sheep will listen to my voice. And earlier on in verse 3, he says, my sheep will, know, will hear my voice, will know me. So as, you know, as a children's coordinator, um, how does that play into your role? How has, how has that yeah. been important to you as a follower of Jesus? Mm-hmm. And then how does that come into yeah. what, what you're, you're doing here at St. Bart's? I think it's really neat that, um, you know, you told me you were going to be doing this, interviewing the staff, and you just threw out a date. Let's, let's do April 25th. Well, lo and behold, it is, the sh- it is the Sunday that we celebrate the Good Shepherd. And that is such a focal point in children's ministry. It's one of the stories that we really highlight um, and it, it means everything. Um, what I try to do, what we try to do in children's ministry, in worship and wonder, you're going to hear that a lot, is to um, bring our children to, to create an atmosphere um, for worship, um, setting the table for them. You know, I'm, I'm big on metaphors. We've got the, the shepherd metaphor going here. But um, to preparing that table for them. So it's not just about... Childcare. It's not just about babysitting. We want the same level of richness, beauty, goodness, truth that we experience in here. We want that for our children over there um, while they're away um, from their parents. And one of the beautiful things about worship and wonder is that we're practicing the presence of God together. We're learning together in a safe, loving um, secure environment, how to hear the voice of God. And we do that in various ways. Um, Let but, me stop you yeah. right there. Uh, I love that. that, that you, and, and as I reflect back what you said, the, the, the words that come to mind are voice recognition. And yeah. there's so many voices today, aren't there? Oh, yeah. And it's what we've discovered, I've discovered, and I think the world's discovered, is that we have all this content at our fingertips. So much. Right? Like I could go on and do the children's program from a church in another country. Yeah. And, and what, what I like what you said, you use this word, these two words that are kind of new to me, but I'm new to the church, so that makes sense, um, uh, that you put together worship and wonder. Yes. Paint a picture for us about what you mean by that, because that doesn't sound like babysitting. Right. It doesn't sound like entertaining, although I know that there are two, you know, some might um, want a PlayStation. <laughs> In children's ministry. Probably not going to do that here. <laughs> but we're probably not going to go there, right? Because right. of those two words, worship and wonder. Right. So just unpack that a bit for us about what that means. Well, um, you know, our children are, 
entertained to death in, in our culture. Um, and what we want to provide for them um, in worship and wonder is connection and relationship. Um, that's what we all crave. We think we want all this other stuff, but what we really want is a deep connection, deep belonging. Um, so in worship and wonder, those of us who have the honor to lead our children and to serve get to invite them um, to the table that Jesus has prepared. Um, and it, you know, I want you to picture in your head what it feels like when one of your best friends invites you over for a meal. When you cross the threshold of their home, you feel safe, you feel welcomed, you feel like you can accept it, like you can be yourself. And that's what we, the, the atmosphere that we wanna set. And we want to lay out a feast for them um, of God and his stories, his goodness, his, his beauty, his truth. Um, we want to draw their attention to the, the beauty of his creation, um, to just, you know, the thread throughout scripture of what he is doing um, in, in the world. Um, so we're, we're drawing their attention to, to Christ. And it sounds like, I mean, you know, in verse 11, you know, Jesus, by saying, I am the good shepherd, he's immediately contrasting who he is is the good shepherd against um, our three-year-old Toby has a saying that we, I, I can't help but copy, which is not so good. Not you so know, good. If something goes wrong, it's never wrong. It's, oh, that's not so good. And it feels like that, certainly in the text, the force of it is that here is someone, a shepherd, who is in very nature good, which also means that there are shepherds out there right. who are not so good right. or just downright shouldn't ever be Tell us a little bit as a teacher and as someone in this ministry role about what that looks like to, um, you know, reflect the presence of the Good Shepherd over and above those other voices, those other presences in anyone's life that might be trying to to lead them or speak to them in a different direction. Right. So... um, Worship and wonder follows a liturgical flow. It really mimics what we do in here. And so each step of the way, we're inviting children um, to hear the voice of God. And we're, we're, we're training their ears to be able to listen because there's all kinds of competing voices out there. Um, and there's the enemy also. And so every step of the way from the greeter who greets them at the door and asks them to take their shoes off you know, we're stepping into a sacred, holy place, you know, training their, getting their bodies ready for worship. They enter in, they cross the threshold, they come and sit, they're greeted in the name of the Lord. Um, and then we, we sing, we worship together, um, and then we have the story. And those of you who have taught worship in one before, we're called storytellers. And so the children are invited into the stories of God. Um, and then afterwards, we're able to a wonder about them. So the children get to um, kind of practice the feeling of the whole, like the things that the Holy Spirit are, are prompting in their hearts. They, and we call them wondering questions. And hopefully it's a safe, safe environment that they can ask whatever they need to ask. And we can talk about the story. We can talk about the difficult questions. Um, whatever's going and swirling around in their little hearts, they can, they can talk about it in a safe environment. And then, um, you know, we, we feast together, we have a time of prayer, and, and right after the story time, we have a time of reflection where, you know, they get to think about 
what the voice of God is telling them, um, what he's speaking to um, their hearts. And they get to express that in, with Play-Doh, with paint, with art. They also have an opportunity to work with all of those stories. Um, so they get to, to work with their hands and, and think about um, what God is telling them, what maybe he has, is um, asking them to do or something, a truth that he wants to get into their little hearts. Um, so all along the way, we're teaching them um, to get quiet and to be able to listen to, to God's voice. Um, one of the things, you know, we've talked about in staff being other places is that just because children tend to be smaller than me um, mm-hmm. and, and because of their age, it's good to remind them that they don't have a junior Holy Spirit. Right. Like when you graduate to middle school, you don't mm-hmm. get the middle school Holy Spirit. Right. But the same God who yeah. we count on, they can count on. And I love how um, Worship and Wonder kind of leads them into that. Now, a uh, couple of quick questions for you. How many people, because Worship and Wonder is not operating right now. Not That's yet. what we're looking to bring online, yeah. as it were. How many people does it take on any given Sunday to, uh, to run Worship and Wonder? The whole children's ministry, to, to make sure that we provide safety for our children, um, to provide rich, robust, meaningful lessons, uh, child care, all of it, about eight to 10 people. Eight to 10 people. Based and, on the number of children we have right now. And during COVID, you did something really um, remarkable is that you created, St. Bart's has a playlist on YouTube. I don't know if you knew that. And so if people really wanted to see what the Worship and Wonder looked like, there's a Worship and Wonder playlist where they see you modeling. Is that correct? That is correct. Yep. And so the best way to Just look- go to, to the St. Bart's YouTube um, channel and then look for playlists, and it'll have Worship and Wonder on there and have all the videos. So you can get a, an idea of what, what it looks like in action. And I'll tell you this, that before I even knew I was going to be in this role about a year ago, we watched your stuff as a family, and it's, it's terrific. terrific. I, I enjoy I, it. I think, I think it's great. And I also want to say, in case you don't know Katie, I did check her references without her knowing by asking some of the um, parents who send their kids to Highlander, and you are a treasured mm-hmm. teacher there. And I just wanted you to hear that, for all of us to hear that, because we're just so thankful that you're, you're here and you're, you're giving out of yourself for, for the sake of, of, of the ministry of Jesus here well, at St. I do feel called to it, and I, I feel like it is an honor and a privilege to join Jesus in welcoming the children. Um, it's, a, it's a great honor, and I'm excited what God's going to do as we move forward. I've got one observation a couple more questions for you. Do you still have it in you to crack on? Think we're good covered, yeah okay well yeah. here's my observation in verse 11 you've got it in your in your uh, in your um, what are these called bulletins it says here that uh, I lay down my life um, that I might take it up again and this idea of the shepherd who risked his life for his sheep was a link back to David mm-hmm. when right. he was a shepherd boy and kids what animals did David kill with his bare hands a lion and a, a bear. And so is, that's the kind of children we're trying to raise up, right? The kind of the, no, maybe not. Less violent with their hands. But that courage that they can stand up against 
anything that might be threatening them or their peers Mm -hmm. in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And then um, I'm thinking about the people here and the people that come to St. Bart's who don't have kids, Mm -hmm. who uh, maybe are single, Mm -hmm. who maybe uh, are empty nesters, and they're thinking, thank goodness, that's no, no one ever thinks that or says it. Thank goodness it's all behind me um, or any of that stuff. But what about people who don't have children uh, at St. Bart's? Uh, and tell, tell us a little bit about your thoughts just as we, we kind of come to a close about what their role might be mm-hmm. and, and, and would you speak to that? Yeah. Well, something that just kept coming up in my heart is when we baptize children in the church, we... Um, we're witnesses to that, and we agree to support them, to bring them up in the faith. We all do that. Um, and so you can do that in all sorts of ways. You can pray. You can you know, continue to tithe and, and give so we have resources to give our kids the best. And um, you may want to be a teacher. You may um, feel called to be a storyteller or a greeter in the worship and wonder room. Or we have a need in... Um, Protecting our kids, we call it the hall monitor, someone just monitoring, making sure everything is safe in the way it ought to be. Maybe you would like to stand and greet and welcome families. Um, maybe you want a mentor. Um, maybe, you, you know, I just have this vision of us really as a family coming together and helping each other, um, building up our, our children in the faith. Um, so there's all sorts of ways that you can get involved and help in children's ministry. It doesn't just have to be teaching um, or leading in the classroom. There was a study that we were talking about earlier released uh, with the title of Sticky Church, which was looking at how do we ensure that children develop uh, a faith that once they get to college, that it's robust enough that they carry on. And one of the observations is that if a child at church knows five other adults by name, and they know them, that that has this kind of overall effect that they can flourish in their faith even at that age. Mm-hmm. So uh, we purposely don't have dates for when this will all be starting up again. Part of that is because we need a certain amount of lead time to get everything set up and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. But we're aiming for, and the moment I say this, I will disappoint you. So I'm asking for preemptive forgiveness or grace. We're, we are aiming to get this up and running as soon as possible and we think with the various things we have to do, well, it'll be June, mm-hmm. early June, mm-hmm. to get our children's ministry up and going again. Mm-hmm. And we just want to say that we love it having the children here the whole time. And I, I know that it may not be the most exciting thing for them to do, although I do think the, airplane, the paper airplane contest last week was a hit. I think Hollis, you won that one. Um, but anyway, so we love having them here. You're never an inconvenience or your no. noise is never a distraction to us. We call those sounds of life, and we love it when church sounds alive. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Yeah, and I just want to say um, how proud I am of all the children. I'm so proud of you. I think you're amazing, and the fact that you can sit and listen, and um, I'm just, just so proud of you. So, Should we give Katie a round of applause? Thank you. Well done. All right. What we're going to be doing over the next few weeks is you'll hear from all of the staff in this kind of interview format. And uh, we uh, would love to have your questions, which we will uh, answer in different ways through social media, things like that, so that we can get, uh, or even if you 
I have a question in the back of your bulletin there. You could tear off the connection card, put it there. If you'd like to, uh, you're interested in getting involved in the children's ministry, we'd love to uh, start the conversation with you. It's probably one, you know, some uh, will we'll say it's one of the highest honors and privileges to, to pour in to young families and into children, and, and we always get more out of it than I think they do. So that's said, let's turn to a time of prayer now, shall we? Uh, would you kneel if you're able or stay seated if you prefer? And let's, let's pray. And as you can imagine, our prayers will take a certain shape around this theme of children and of community and of Jesus saying, I am the good shepherd. Lord, we thank you for the work that you are doing in us and through us and in and through your church. We pray, Lord Jesus, for your church in Dallas. We ask that you would unite your church in its ministry and in its witness and its proclamation of the gospel of hope to the world. Lord, in your mercy, we pray for all who are involved in working with, ministering to, raising, and loving, and caring for children. We pray especially for those um, children who are facing hunger this evening, for those who are um, facing grave challenges, and we pray for all involved in um, fostering children, for those who work for family services, and we ask that you would strengthen them and lead them, Lord, to care uh, for those who are sometimes overlooked. Lord, in your mercy, we pray for St. Bart's as a community, that it would be a family where all are welcome, where all are invited to experience and encounter you. We ask, Lord, that you would continue to lead us to follow the promptings of your voice. Lord, in your mercy, we lift you now those near and dear to us who are sick and who are in need of healing and we name them out loud before you. Lord, in your mercy, finally, Heavenly Father, we lift you those we know who don't yet know you and ask that you would make yourself known to them, that they would discover the love that you have for them. Lord, in your mercy, accept our prayers, Heavenly Father, for the sake of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.